When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention homos and homettes. The train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, ah. Did I scare you? Good. My name is Liliana. And my name is Daniel, and today on the Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Twilight and New Moon, and ask the question, were these movies actually any good? Yes. Yeah. Before before we give it away, yes, they're good. <laughs> um, and we are so delighted because today we are joined by a very special guest. You might recognize her voice from the We the Sheeple Labels episode when we called in because we forgot the word underestimate. We did do that. It is Maddie. Hi. Hey, I'm, Maddie. I was the phone a friend. You were the phone a friend. I'm also that Liliana said I had no taste in the first episode. Okay, well, that was a lie because I also have you the same taste as you. Same exact <laughs> Taste as me. So. I just wanted to drag you. Yeah. <laughs> we have, I think, mentioned you, if not every episode, yeah. almost every episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it's been leading up to this moment. I yeah. know. And we're like so grateful you're here because you are the first straight person who have been on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? Oh my God. Representation oh my matters. God, <laughs> oh my God. You're representing the underrepresented. I know. Yeah. Well, you. it's important because Twilight as a series. To give away the whole thing is mm. maybe the straightest. Probably the straightest thing. Yes. Maybe possibly definitely the straightest thing ever created. So we needed your point of view right. because it wouldn't really be fair to it's, give a one-sided story. It's like straight teen girl core. Like that's what this whole series gives. Unless you're our friend Amelia who is a stand, but yes. is she really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel yeah. like now... I, I wouldn't be surprised that the fandom is pretty split, queer, right. and straight. Yeah, that's how it turns out. It well, like everyone out. Had, like Twilight liked like Super Hulak, and oh, yeah, you you yeah. wouldn't know you don't no, know well, Super Hulak. He was do not you? on like Twitter. Time. Okay, or well, Doctor, like I got Doctor Who, I got Sherlock. Who's the super? Supernatural. Yes, yeah, Supernatural, um, which is like the worst. So LGBT, like mm-hmm. that's like the L- unless you're my father, who is. <laughs> This is the number one supernatural stand in the world. That's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad loves supernatural. Wait, did they did they like push all of them together, or was it just it's like just one like, mega it's, fandom? It's it was just what was taking over Tumblr and Twitter at the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, when we were like it in high school, social media, and then Twilight wedged its way in there. Mm-hmm. Well, it came one, first. And then, well, then One Direction took over, and it was like nothing else on social media mattered mm-hmm. other than One Direction. But like. Before that, I would say it was like the the TV show, like Doctor Who. Like, I ne- I've not watched a single episode of that show, and that was everywhere on my social media. It I is, don't know why. It was everywhere. No, and there was a very specific type of girl who was interested yes. in it, yes. who would also be interested in Sherlock exactly. and Twilight. Yes. They're all the same. But then there were also the girls who thought they were vampires and werewolves. <laughs> you like, mean me? <laughs> Wait, and that one kid who who our friend found his journal. And he yes. was like, I'm a vampire. You remember this. He friended me on Facebook two days ago. Wait, no. who? A vampire. This guy. The, 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 so, I can't. I probably shouldn't say it. The, the vampire from our t- hometown. Guitar kid? Stop. You're giving away too much. <laughs> guitar You're kid. You're getting too close. He would play guitar in the hallways. He was like a... He was a super senior. Come on. You know we've you discussed know him. that there was a vampire. <laughs> Why am I hundred times? Wait, mouth it to me. <laughs> I don't know if you would know his name. <laughs> he, okay, he played guitar in the hallway. Could have been anyone. He wouldn't no, go to class. Like, he would no, play wait, guitar like, in the no, hallway. Yeah. No. <laughs> Everyone just played guitar in the hallway. Oh okay. I feel like I'm I'm vaguely remembering. No, and I when he friended me on Facebook, I clicked on his Facebook to check and see. Like I was like, oh my god, is this the vampire? 
And there's, like, a, a picture, like, that he posted for no good reason of just, like, it's, like, a drawing of, like, an evil, like, a monstrous-looking Dracula, like, holding a girl, like, <gasps> bleeding out of her neck. And I was like, oh! I was like, <laughs> that's so, him. I was like, so it is. Wait, that's <laughs> very, um, that one poem Dan and I read about, um, Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, <laughs> my God. Little oh, Red Riding Hood. A, yeah. a poem. Okay, so we that's have Edward and we have Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. No, that poem, that's too much. Yeah. No, but yeah, th- th- I think the fandom of Twilight sort of, I mean, the fandom of Twilight is why it was so big. Mm-hmm. And I was reading like um Robert Pattinson was talking about it and he's like upon reflection, he sort of enjoys the series, but at the time he hated he it, it because he was literally mauled. Like yeah. there was so much And it was also so stupid it was so stupid and he was so famous but like with the worst demographic which is 13 year old girls Mm -hmm. like being 13 year old girl famous i feel like that's the worst because 13 year old girls they will they will force their moms to like wait outside your house until you leave (laughs) yeah they will okay but i'm also not a fan of like tearing down or like um saying things that like teen girls are interested in don't have like merit because that's like a big thing is to say like this is like teen girl stuff like to to make it so like it's like that fair is Mm -hmm. not something worth looking at twilight not the best example because it's not exactly (laughs) points are made you're making points it's not winning oscars but i will say i don't like to like put this like label on things that teen girls like as stupid yes and i feel yeah. like this series got that because of just how many the magnitude and you know what i i will say you know teen girls they have i mean like they were hacking the the, the security cameras of one direction's hotel Do you like remember they, that? they were doing oh that. my god I, i'm saying they as the like i wasn't in that like i was <laughs> The Dark Larrys. The Dark Larrys. No, like, the Dark... Like, so I get it, but also, like, it just... I feel like it just gets this label, things that teen girls like. It's, like, stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and definitely Twilight is stupid, but not because it's enjoyed by teen girls. Not because of that. It's separate. separate. It's just poorly written. (laughs) It's just poorly written... And <laughs> everything about it is terrible, yeah. but, but that's not because of the two girls. I will say though, I have so I have never seen or read a Twilight book, which is a travesty. Which is so I sort of a lie because I was like working with this student, um, and she was reading Twilight, so I was like reading it alongside her, sort of, but not not really. And I never watched the movies before this, so I have like no nostalgia for Twilight beyond what I remember happening in the two thousands, which was just like. Jacob versus Edward. Like, I remember McDonald's had a whole, like, Jacob versus Edward line of, like, toys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, so this is my my knowledge of it is very, like, biased, um, and I had no experience with it. But um, it wasn't – I didn't want to, like, take my eyeballs out watching it. It wasn't that bad, which I yeah. thought which it would expected. be. Exactly. Yeah. You you not only survived one, you survived two. Yeah. Which is way more than I expected. I did, wa- I did watch two. Mm-hmm. Did, did you, Liliana, did you like know um, it? When I you were- love Twilight. Okay. I love Twilight. No, I literally Work. love the series. I think it's, I watched all the movies since we saw the first one. <laughs> like um, four days ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I'm like, you, so- was that your first time watching them? No, 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 I love Twilight, yeah. Okay. I've loved it for a men. I never read the books. I think I read the first one. Well, because um, you're illiterate. Yeah, exactly. I can't really read that well. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Double hockey stick. I already made this joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of being literate, how about I read the summary? That's speaking a great idea. My first sentence that I'm ever reading out loud, guys. Let's see. Okay. Um, high school student Bella Swan, played by Kristen Stewart, um, always, always a bit of a misfit, doesn't expect life to change much when she moves to from sunny Arizona to rainy Washington State. Then she meets Edward Cullen, played by Robert Pattinson, a handsome but mysterious teen whose eyes <laughs> seem to peer directly into her soul. Because they do. Because <laughs> he's magic. <laughs> Edward is a vampire whose family does not drink human blood. But Bella, far from being frightened, enters into a 
dangerous romance with her immortal soulmate. Uh-huh. Oh my god. It's Honestly, too much. I kind of relate to Bella. No, you don't. No, I do. How? I'm just She's so boring and typical. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so quirky. Literally, the first five minutes of the movie, she gets like hit with a volleyball. She's yeah. like, uh-huh. She's like, I told them not to let me play. Like, we, but I saw that. Tra- I, I will say, the whole, from being a kid, like, Bella, I was literally just like, Bella, you are so stupid. Like, literally, she annoyed me from day one. Yeah. Like, she gives, like, Tori Vega. Like, she does. But also, <laughs> Elena Gilbert, Vampire Diaries. Like, she gives, like, she's, like, the worst combination of those two characters. She's an interesting character because, and you mentioned this, Maddie, that Stephanie Meyer, writing the book, wanted to create a very relatable character. And I get that. But in the movie, <laughs> she, she, well, but in the movie, like, you're not relating to her. You're like envious of her you're like i want to be her have these men fighting over me and they're also vampires and werewolves and she's so unremarkable that you're like that turns into antipathy well Mm. she is supposed to be like so plain jane like nothing remarkable about her but like edward thinks she's like so amazing like that's like how it's supposed to be which i weird thing to like i don't know why stephanie meyer wrote her as like a self-insert because when you of read course. the description of Bella and you look at Stephanie Meyer, it's just describing herself. Yeah. No, literally. And I, th- I think there's something nice to imagine with like, oh, I'm not, I'm just like everyone else, and I'm not. There's nothing like amazingly special about me, but like, someone's gonna find that unique and amazing, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing special about her, but Edward's so obsessed with her. I think that's like a nice fantasy. That mm-hmm. She just failed. She flopped because. Bella's just became like she's just like one of those like n- I'm not like other girls like you know like I'm awkward and quirky and like you all know. my friends are boys just because I can't like relate yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like she turned into like it's not a pick me because she's not really she's not really like a pick me but she she, she is the protagonist is. yeah she she's is. the main character yeah. of her life she true right she gives like a main character like I don't know. She, mm-hmm. there's just something about her that's just like girl shut up yeah like, oh my god and honestly I really my takeaway from this movie is that I didn't feel that Edward and Bella's relationship was like earned at all no no mm-hmm. I thought it was so little development so little development and like I think in the book it works because Stephanie Meyer's like they're obsessed with each other they're in love and like you can say that in a book and it's you have to believe it but like in this one they were like Day one, like, I would literally die for you. She finds yeah. out she, he's a vampire, and she's like, by the way, I'm so in love with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. can't live without you. <laughs> he's, like, only been mean to her up to that point. I know. Also, I would never come to the conclusion that someone's a vampire. I would never. Why would you? Yeah, exactly. Well, she did get really led in that direction. Well, okay. I think there were a couple of giveaways. story. Jacob's story. Mm-hmm. The fact that he literally shielded her from a car true the pushing of the car i think that was the one that was like oh my god maybe you you running across a parking lot in a millisecond and shielding me from a car maybe that's not natural that's a big giveaway i'd go to alien before i go to vampire though totally 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 but then like jacob telling that story i feel like i'd be like this is just some random guy telling a stupid story yeah it's just a story Mm -hmm. but this guy i don't know there's something I would. I also would not have put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bella's not like other girls. No, she just she's knows. Like smart. <laughs> she just knows there's something not right. It's something. Yeah. She hates herself. <laughs> she. She hates. She's like, why would you hate me? I'm just a stupid, ugly, pathetic human. Oh, in New Moon, in New Moon, he's like, you believe me so easily. Yeah. She's like, because oh why? What is to like about me at all? Yeah, Edward yeah. literally is like, you're garbage. I never want to see you again. You're terrible for me. And she's like, I knew okay. it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh we talked about this. Like, she must be so confused because, like, the day before, he's literally like, you are the only reason that I live and I will kill myself if anything ever happens to you. Mood. Next day, he's like, there's nothing I like about you. I don't <laughs> want you. I'm leaving and you can't come. She must just be like, what? But instead, she's just like, yeah. Got it. Like so right. (laughs) And then she falls asleep in the woods. Stop. I distinctly remember reading that. Like I can't describe this experience. I was reading it and I was like, tell me this girl is not just sleeping in the woods because her (laughs) 
and broke up with her. Like, 12-year-old me is like, this stupid idiot. Like, what is wrong with her? I, I remember thinking, I was team Charlie day one. I was literally like, Charlie mm-hmm. will be so worried about her. Like, what is wrong with her? Why does she have to sleep in the woods? But you're just a mom. That's why. <laughs> you're like, she's going to get cold. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I was literally just like, this is so dumb. And it was. Yeah. And you were she, right. They did it right in the movie. She has like a full mental breakdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and I think like it was there was a lot of things in the movie that I did not enjoy, but I will say they did get Bella and Edward right from the small understanding of the books that I have. Mm-hmm. And they are just terrible characters. Well, I told mm-hmm. you, people love to say Kristen Stewart was a bad actress. But she wasn't. No. Bella is just bad. <laughs> She's just not fun to watch. Kristen served camp. Yeah, well, the whole series is camp. Mm-hmm. I think I said that to you. I'm you did, like, yeah. You don't understand the camp of <laughs> Twilight. But like, I like I saw this TikTok that was like, uh, cr- like the, it's not Kristen Stewart's fault. Like she, Kristen Stewart understood the assignment. The assignment did not understand itself. Yeah, <laughs> that's not her. Fault. It's true. She did it perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. it sucks because she's gotten such a bad rep. I feel like mm-hmm. because of this performance and like her being in Twilight, and everyone like doesn't take her seriously and thinks of her as like this really monotone like actress. But she clearly like is turning it. I mean, she's gonna be in that new fucking Diana Spencer movie. Yeah. She's playing Diana, and no, Diana. She has talent. She's mm-hmm. talented. She has to be talented. Um, she got the role. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's a fun fact. Fun fact number one. Henry Cavill was Stephanie Meyer's first choice to play Edward, but he eventually lost the role since they were not considering anyone older than 21, and he was 24. Yeah. So I guess Robert Pattinson was just 21, so mm-hmm. they cast him, but Henry Cavill was too old. I feel like Henry Cavill, I don't know, Edward's like sort of femme. Like, Edward's a little, like, skinny, mini, like... I don't know. I feel like Henry Cavill's too masculine well, to be him. Well, what did he look like back then? Henry? Probably still, like, chiseled jaw. He's, I mean, I, I don't like know. he would have looked well, weird. Well, Robert Pence is a chiseled jaw. But, like, he's, like... Ugly hot. He's, like, more incel He is. No, he... I think in the books, he's described as being, like, boyish. Yeah. He like, is. he looks well, like... he's supposed to be. He's eternally 17. I know. Which also, what a terrible age to be stuck at. Yeah. Eternally 17? Like, does she think that's, like, your peak of beauty? Like, no. True. Well, Bella's like, ugh, I'm turning 18. I'm such an old hag. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were dying how she, like, hates her birthday. Like, yeah. And she's like that in the book. She's like that for the whole rest of the series. Every time her birthday comes, she's like, my aging. Like, I can't... I get another year I'm older than Edward. Like, shut up, bro. <laughs> She's, shut up. He's 106. Yeah. <laughs> he's a pedophile. <laughs> if anything. Yeah. Well, especially because in the first movie, he stands in her bedroom while she's sleeping. Oh, they're without... not even dating. Mm-hmm. They're not even dating. Kind of romantic. <laughs> well, that's what Bella's like. I know you would like that. Mm-hmm. You you are Bella, right? True. <laughs> Guys, I'm just saying. <laughs> I call my dad by his first name. She does that. Why does she do that? I was just thinking that she refers to him as Charlie all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you didn't earn that. No, uh, call um, him dad. Call him daddy. Okay, I'll She's do. Like I'll do fun fact number two, please. Um, due to the film's small budget, all effects were done practically, including the scene where Edward jumped around the trees with Belle on his back. Which is kind of cute. Like, I do love a good practical effect. And I do feel like CG is overused, especially when this was made. Mm-hmm. But some of the scenes weren't weren't too great. No, and the cinematography in general was just, like, very weird. First of all, the mm-hmm. filter. I was like, everything is so icy, which was the point. Yeah, that is the point. That is the point. It's, like, iconic now. Mm-hmm. The There's this keychain that's, like, just uh, a slip of, like, blue plastic, and it's the Twilight filter, mm. and you just put it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I kind of want one. I would have bought that in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to live in Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> I get my glasses tinted that blue. <laughs> Guys, I'm just... <laughs> no, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, like the baseball scene mm-hmm. when they're standing there and you like can't slander it. You, I you can't will slander leave. it. No, okay. I feel like I have to be clear because I've been slandering this whole series from the second we started. But I actually love Twilight and I'm obsessed <laughs> with it, and I would watch it every single day. I know I'm slandering it, but like, I I love it. And so you cannot slander the baseball. Scene. I the baseball will. Scene is no, perfect. It's literally <laughs> give me one fault. No, Come on. it's. <laughs> 
Come on, Dagny. It's you cinematic won't fall. excellence. It's literally the peak of cinematic. I, I implore you. you. Know, if you let me talk, I will tell you. <laughs> it's just I me and Maddie keep him challenging. Yeah. You're just, <laughs> he's not saying. He's not saying anything. <laughs> You're just talking over each other, yelling at me. Listen, it just made me uncomfortable how fast they moved and how cringy it looked and. Like how serious they were about baseball. Too much. It's the American pastime, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she even says, why are you guys so serious about baseball? (laughs) They're like, it's the American pastime. Do they say that? They do. Oh, my God. My mind. Mind of a master. Oh, my God. What's that expression? Mind of a master. (laughs) Mastermind. Right. (laughs) No, you you are that. But no, it made me uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. Wait, but like what about it was cringy to watch? Like genuine question, like genuinely. I I I don't think I liked how they did them running fast. So uh, then there was a lot of like them running fast to catch the ball, and running fast. There was a lot of running fast, and <laughs> and and then the camera like swooping up under someone's face. Like you know when it does that when it like it like comes like from here, uh, like and then it's under me. Yeah. And they did that a lot, and I did not like that. See, like, I don't pay attention to literally any of that. Unless you give... <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, they're moving so fast. No, I, I don't think that hard about cinematography in any way. Then what are you enjoying about the scene? I, them playing baseball? Everything. They're Literally everything about and that, it. But it's just them playing baseball. There's I not even plot. I find it interesting that they're doing something that normal humans do, except it's, like, harder and more fun because they have, like, powers. <laughs> okay. That's why there's so many, like, in anime, almost every anime has a baseball episode. Oh, yeah. Where, like, right, exactly. Where, like, they'll use their powers and alter the game. It's like Super Mario Sluggers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like Super, exactly. That's why <laughs> everyone loves Super Mario Golf, Super Mario Sluggers, all that stuff. Because you get to use the powers. Mm-hmm. Okay. I buy that. Um, I don't think that hard about it. I just <laughs> like it. You're just like, just oh like, my God, the vampires are here again. No, it's so uncritical. No, just, I, no, it's so, I think so uncritically about every film. That's why I love everything. It's a gift. It's yeah. a gift because I wish Thank I could you. just uncritically enjoy I trash. I also wish you would because then you would like literally anything that I like. So <laughs> I also wish you could just do that. But I don't know. Like the baseball scene is just like iconic. I think maybe for me it's like nostalgia because when I was younger, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So Fair. Like now I'm just like, that's the coolest thing ever. And I'm sure there's a lot of nostalgia tied up with this movie that I just did not have for sure any of that yeah mm-hmm. like when i watch harry potter like harry potter one is my favorite harry potter <gasps> is it the best harry potter no but i'm super oh, okay. nostalgic about it so it's my favorite oh. mm-hmm. well we won't get into that today yeah <laughs> that's, that's for another day we can't unpack that today <laughs> no we, can't get we don't fight. have time yeah well, here's a fun fact number three stephanie meyer almost named twilight forks after the town where it takes place i just think it'd be really funny <laughs> if you pick up a book named forks and it's about Vampire <laughs> Vampires being obsessed with women. Uh, yeah. I think that would be very funny. I feel like that would have been a flop. Um, if it was named Forks. There's nothing alluring about it. Because Twilight, at least, like, there's intrigue. It's a word that has, like, connotations. Like, okay, Twilight, I know what that is. But um, it does capture... I'm like, why was it named Twilight, though? It's not like they were like, and we have to meet at Twilight to... Like, they didn't even, like, name drop. Mm-hmm. Well, then the whole rest of the series is all space stuff. New Moon. You did not about put clips. No, I got it. But Breaking Dawn is not, like, that's, like... It's the sunrise. It's the end. Right. No, okay, but that's not a space thing. I guess it is technically a, a space thing. A lunar Because movement? vampires come out at night. What is that? A lunar So it something? starts with the twilight and ends with the morning. Mm-hmm. But then, why wasn't it, like, oh. midnight? Why did it go new moon? Nice. Midnight is that's. But like Twilight is more that? like mysterious, and like yeah. Twilight is very um like the witching hour, poetic. Like How about like... dusk? Dusk would have been good too. No, what is? But what I is think the Twilight's more called? magical. What's the new one called? Is there a new Twilight? Yeah, the one from Edward's perspective. What is that called? Isn't something with dusk? I didn't know there was I a think new it one. Is with dusk. I need to read. It is midnight sun. Okay, so midnight she did something with midnight. That's a terrible name. Okay, but it's I think supposed that's to be nice. off of Twilight. It's Twilight, the first book, Twilight, from Edward's perspective. Okay, but like, what is it? Like, I just want to eat her so bad, but I can't because she's so beautiful. I don't know. I'm really not going to read it because I don't Why? That. that seems like something that you would read. No. 
it's it seems very afterthought. Like it's what we were just criticizing J.K. Rowling for. But like, okay. Yes. But there has to be a reason why she redid the first book from his perspective. First I, of all, for money. Well, okay, the but hype <laughs> TikTok the hi- rehyped it. Why didn't they do a sequel? Why didn't they do Renesme as a four hundred year old baby? Who is gonna read that? That is awful. Who Wait, wants so- to read Renesme's romance with Jacob? It's so disturbing. <laughs> I'm, I, that is something I would never read. I would. <sighs> Guys, they're not in love. <laughs> Imprint on she me, just daddy. Wants to have sex with the baby. <laughs> Um, we're going to take a quick little break and then we're going to come right back. What's the break? It's us sitting here for three seconds and now we're back because you spoke. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding. Um, we have a lot to discuss today. We We really do. Um, I think I really want to start with vampires and sexuality and like what it means to be a vampire. Because I think what's really interesting about Twilight is the fact that vampires are normally associated with like sexual deviance and just sort of like 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 even Edward says like everything about me draws me in like you're supposed to be attracted to them and yet it's the most like chaste pure relationship between two people that have ever existed um and I just think it's very interesting how Stephanie Meyer like plays with this trope of like the vampire and like the romance but it's like honestly very tame the romance is very tame it's it's intense Mm -hmm. and i think that's where she makes up for it is that it's the most intense affair ever but it is very um virginal but did she do that you think to appeal to younger kids like i was well when i was when i was imagine he fucked her yeah okay (laughs) not smut well well, like also they're teenagers so that's one thing but also so maybe there's some legal implications there, but but also like there it's supernatural. So like you're throwing wait legal implications. Like what, can you write like teenagers like I, well I guess you of can. course it's you like can every TV show. <laughs> of course but you can. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she just felt weird about it. But everything about this is weird, so maybe not. I feel like but, there's never sex in YA, really. No, not like if there was really, sex in Harry not, Potter. But the, but the thing is, weird. they do <laughs> discuss it at length in this series because Bella is literally begging him to have sex for the whole series, and he's like, "You'll die," and and she's like, "I don't care." Maybe. That's so it comes up often. <laughs> but what? <That's> <laughs> that is easy. So you you are Bella there. <laughs> like they're like, "I'll kill you." He's literally like, "I will kill you if we have sex," and she's like, "I don't care, Edward. Like you won't." And he's well, like, "No, I will." And then we all know Fifty Shades is a Twilight. Um, fan fiction yeah. so i guess that's where so there's, the there's vampire like because i think it started as as literally edward and bella right it didn't start yes. as christian and, and anna or whatever no 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 it's it started as a twilight fan so fiction. i guess someone really really went for what dan was talking about because but the sex do you see how you talk they talk about sex mm-hmm. they yeah. certainly talk about sex they talk about attraction but like the representation of it is like we can't. We can't have sex until it's perfect. And, you know, sex is a very intimate and, and potentially violent thing, which that's very true. But it's yeah. like they, how they represent sex is like in a way that's sort of um, backwards and 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 very traditional. Like it's a very traditional well, representation. Well, supposed to be so traditional. Okay. But that's like his character. I mean, he is from like a hundred years ago. Okay, but that's what I'm saying is it's interesting because that's not what normally vampires no. are depicted as. True, no. true. Um, I'm thinking of what we do in the shadows, which is this wonderful TV show about vampires living in Staten Island, and they're just like <laughs> hundreds of years old. Um, but in that sh- in that show, every vampire is bi. Every vampire is bi. They're super sexual. They talk about having orgies all the time. And, like, I think that's more aligned with how vampires are usually represented. Yeah. Like, we were talking about um, Carmilla, which is, a, like, one of the original vampire novels. It's about a woman who's seduced by, like, a powerful vampire woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, like, they like seduce each other, and that's what it's about. So, like, va- the vampires in our culture have a long history of queerness and a long history of, like, sexual deviance. Mm-hmm. And then Stephanie Meyer was like, um, vampires are, like, really traditional. They're, like, so... <laughs> Super, they love Christianity. They love marriage. <laughs> I'm like, why does she do that? Yeah, well, like how Carlisle, like, is like the, vi- well, like Jessica says it. She, he's like the ma- a matchmaker. 
like he literally turned in the books they talk about in the movies they like don't address it but like in the books he's turn it he turns them and then matches them up like he really does match them so they have like a soulmate forever and like that's the whole rosalie thing like why rosalie actually hates belt like in the movie they just make her hate her for no reason but like in the Mm -hmm. book it's actually because she was supposed to be with edward and edward didn't want her and so then she's like hostile even though she ended up with emmett but it's like what is that now, like see, are they supposed to be just running around like being vampires but like they're all like in that like what mm-hmm. well in like it would there's a show castlevania based off video game castlevania about vampires and one of the characters is carmella who's like based off carmella and like there's there's a lesbian couple who are vampires and it's a very traditional mindset on it and then dracula is also very hypersexual and i think it comes with like the whole like bloodlust and actual lust sort of combination. Mm. And then also the queerness aspect. Back in ye olden days, <laughs> um, people like to explain away queerness by like supernatural means. Like, oh, my daughter's not queer. That girl's just a witch and bewitched her. Right. Or like, she's a demon inside a demon. of her. Yeah, exactly. So I think like that's where a lot of this sort of what Dan was talking about sort of came from. No, T, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and it certainly has a really long history. And even, like, the Carlisle thing, it's like, my, when I was watching this movie, I was like, why are these vampires living together? I was like, <laughs> they don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And it actually, it makes their life harder because now they have to explain why they're this family <laughs> and now they have to move around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, why don't they just chill by themselves? But, like, like she, she's turned vampires into, like, A, monogamous, and B, like, nuclear family-loving creatures, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is just not what they normally are. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we have to mention that Stephanie Meyer is a Mormon. She is religious. And so I absolutely think that, like, her religious identity played obviously a huge factor in her perspective and Mm -hmm. why she wrote it. But then I'm just like, if she's so religious... Why? why? Why did she write about vampires in the goddamn first place, mm-hmm. who were supposed to be like antichrists? Why? Maybe to make the antichrist like turn into her Christ. Yeah, like to turn <laughs> into like a traditional, like to be like I don't know, like turn something f- as fun as like supernatural elements mm-hmm. into something like the Mormons can enjoy. You know, uh-huh. like even though when I was like ten or eleven. And I started wanting to read the books. My mom did not let me. Because they seem like smut. Yeah, because I think she thought they were way more inappropriate than they actually are. That it was like content that I shouldn't be reading. Which I guess it is like violent. Or She didn't care about the violence. It was that <laughs> she thought it was going to be like... I guess it, it did have that reputation because they're like so intensely in love. Yeah. But it really is so... Yeah. Chaste. Yeah, and I think you're right in that like maybe she was trying to like appropriate the imagery and the idea of a vampire and make it religious. Um, and like, maybe that's why it was so successful is because it took something wild, like having vampires in your backyard and turned it into something that like was a little more palatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very interesting. Like I was reading the book with my student. Um, I was reading it alongside her and she like, I was very surprised when the mom recommended it for her to read. I was like, okay, she's like in seventh grade. That seems like, too early right right which and it ended up being sort of appropriate because but like she was still super uncomfortable at the intensity and Mm -hmm. just like the the awkwardness of their relationship Mm -hmm. um but i think like in the privacy of your own like do you and the book as a young person that's exciting like these sort of like hinting of sexuality but like not really that's exciting um and probably made the book alluring Yes. And then Stephanie Meyer did it in a way that was, like, more appropriate, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like, as a teen girl who... Well, I was not even a teen. I was literally, like, 11. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was super exciting. Like, but also, not for the reasons that my mom didn't want me to consume it, but I probably should not have been consuming it. For, aka, the reason for all of my opinions on this book from when I was that age. Right. Like, like I thought... Like, it was so romantic. Now I'm like, oh, my God. The <laughs> He literally watches her sleep. And he literally tells her, like, you are the only reason that I live. What? Yeah. No, no. Like, but obviously at the time I was like, oh, my God. It's so romantic. It's so yeah. romantic. Like, oh. Also, like, I know I said this earlier, but 
he's a pedophile. <laughs> it is disgusting. Okay, I've thought so much about this. A hundred uh-huh. year age gap? It's okay, too big. Okay, That's, it's... but are you supposed to think that because he got turned into a vampire at 17, his mind is also frozen as a 17-year-old mind? Well, the way he talks, he literally talks like he's out of like Shakespeare. Like, well, I don't like... think he produces like hormones or anything anymore, right? Did I he guess. age? Well, if he has no blood... So I guess well. he wouldn't, right? <laughs> so, like, I mean, I don't think he's, like, hormonally, like, a teenager. I just think he he definitely matured because he went through 100 extra years of life experience. But, like, maybe there's some stunting of growth that happened in his mm-hmm. brain. But, like, someone opened an anatomy book, I guess. Because the brain isn't fully developed at 17, so if you freeze it at 17, I guess that's it yeah. but but you have 100 extra years of experience mm-hmm. um that has to count for something yeah but him being 17 would kind of explain some of his true tendencies yes his drama his angst yeah. like that's so teenage but the life or death like of their love like their, yeah. their dynamic yeah. being so life and death like that's so teen so like i feel like it's not like a like you can't see him as like a an old man preying on her like it's it's hard to look at it like that especially because there's so much other vampire media out there uh, vampire diaries i i compare this to vampire diaries because they like the vampires are so different so different they're way more like like you were saying with the other vampire stuff in vampire diaries they the bloodlust is so associated with like being sexual mm-hmm. none of them are monogamous they're like all nomadic and like all this kind of stuff also, their powers are, like, they can compel people. Like, I'd way rather be a Vampire Diaries vampire than a Twilight vampire. Mm-hmm. But all, And, like, they can go out in the day and stuff like that. Like, Oh, so what's the consequence? Um, I don't know. Because in this well, whole... Well, I do, but, like... I, well, you have to have this, like, ring, a special ring to go out in the day. But, like, okay. so many of them have it. In this movie, they made it. They made us seem like being a vampire is the worst thing. They're yeah. like, I would never choose this life for anyone else, no. and it's really bad. And I was like, okay, so you can't go out in the day. That does kind of suck, um, but you live forever. Yeah, you have superhuman abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, pros seem to be outweighing the cons here. Yeah, right. Although the bloodlust just would have sucked, and like, even if you're not fully, um, fully quenched on like animals. Yeah, you just like you can have human friends. That's well, true. that's similar in Vampire Diaries. Is like the there's two brothers and like one of them loves being a vampire, and one of them hates it. So they're like offsetting each other. But like va- being a vampire is kind of like cool in Vampire Diaries. Here it's just like Edward agonizing about it all the time, and like mm-hmm. none of them like it. Yeah, all the other people do. Like the Volturi seem to like being vampires, but their whole life is controlling. True. Who can vampire. be and like Victoria likes being a vampire. Well, she's evil, but she's exactly. Evil so I think she's it just depends on your personality, right? But my point was like in Vampire Diaries, like that's a teen girl dating a one hundred and sixty year old, right? And I, it's not creepy. In this one, it it is creepy. I think just how they set it up with Edward watching her mm-hmm. and just like i don't know just like and then especially because he's so controlling like as a person he's so controlling and domineering and aggressive which are traits that you see in other relationships where there's a huge age gap with an older man i think he is yes yeah oh totally aggressive controlling? Uh, yes he's he like bella like, don't do this bella yeah. don't well, like what uh, the whole movie he was like telling her what to do and what she should and should not do the whole second movie okay, he was to survive. She's an idiot. She like is trying to die all the time. No, that's the second movie. The first movie, he's like, "Come with me." And she's like, "Okay." Like, mm-hmm. just their relationship is like is little stuff like that where he'll like tell her what to do and she'll listen. And so like that's their relationship. If it was about anything else other than being a vampire, it would be like obviously a toxic relationship. Right, but he's trying to keep her from dying. So I guess that's why I never thought of it like that. I guess, but also like, like Jasper tries to kill her, and he's like, "Let's go!" Like, but that oh. translates into their relationship. Also, I think that they have literally no chemistry. <laughs> I think Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson have no chemistry on screen together. Which is funny because they literally dated. I know. I know, and everyone seems to think that they had chemistry, but I was like, I am They're not so awkward together. 
Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. But I think it's maybe because she's awkward, but she's supposed to be awkward. I know. And like, how much is the characters? How much is them? I don't know. But I just, I agree with Eliana that if this was any other relationship, it'd be like, wow, this is really unhealthy. Day one, they're like, not only would I take a bullet for you, but like, I would. I'll kill I, myself if you Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's an, I will actively seek this out. Like, whenever I see couples who have been dating for like a month and they're already saying, I love you. That's no, insane. No. But they're already, they're doing it day one. And not, so, not just. Less than day one. Yeah, like less day, than day, day one. And not only are we saying, I love you. They're saying, you're my whole being. And without you, I have no reason to exist. Mm-hmm. I've Which literally. It's like romantic when you're 12 years old and you don't know what love is like. Right. Me reading this book. <laughs> right. Which is why it's attractive. Oh my God, it's so sweet. But clearly it just upholds toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, this whole series is about. Men being toxically masculine and the women around them being like, okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, like, I guess I have a hard time seeing him as controlling. I think because of Jacob, because Jacob's so truly much more in the, right. Well, so much more outwardly controlling. Yeah, and. Edward, in the books and the movies, he really does very little to interfere in their friendship. He he doesn't ever tell Bella, like, don't be friends with him. Even when Jacob is literally purposely thinking perverted things about her yes. to piss off Edward, even then, he's never like, you can't talk to Jacob. You can't be friends with Jacob. Like, he never does that. And he says, like, <laughs> what were we laughing about last night watching it where he's like i'll be here until she orders me away yeah, yeah. Like, so that's why i guess i was like it's literally like bdsm lifestyle like my master bella until True. she orders me away so i guess that's why i have a hard time seeing him as controlling because literally jacob every five seconds is like no you do love me no you do you okay. just don't know it and also stop talking to edward or i will have to not be friends with you mm-hmm. then eventually he's literally like if you become a vampire, I have to kill you, so... Yeah. No, he's definitely worse, and I agree that, like, Edward is, like, I guess respectful in that way, because I think what they make clear is that Edward's first priority is making sure that Bella is safe, so as long as that's happening, he's, like, chill um, with the situation, um, but I don't know. I just feel like he's very... Like, I would hate for him to be my boyfriend. Yeah. I would, for so many reasons. Right. First of all, it would it's be self-loathing. Self-loathing, so boring. Mm-hmm. What would we talk about? Nothing. How much he wants to die. If I die. <laughs> how much he wants to eat you. Yeah. I'll just be like, <laughs> so how was the... Weird? Yeah. Predator, prey. Not my yes. favorite. Yes. Well, it's the whole, like, wolf and the lamb. That's literally... Or lion and the lamb. I don't remember. You say that. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that he's this, like, aggressive predator, and she just, like, is this wimpy little prey yeah. i'm like that but that in and of itself i understand where that's coming from he's a vampire she's a human but like how it plays out is through gender like she's the weak woman and he's the strong man like that's just how it it reads to he me is so weak he's literally such a whip literally he's so emotional and cries about everything i'm literally like shut up to both of them i'm just like shut up but yeah. is he emotional he goes to italy to try and kill himself because he thinks maybe she might be dead. It's not even confirmed. And he's like, time to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I guess that's, come on. that's technically emotional. It's not really what I meant by emotional. But he does he does express emotion. He, he is not totally apathetic. Um, hold on. We have to take a quick break. Um, you know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. I was reading and Robert Pattinson said he, like, really wanted to make this character like sort of down and sad and that the the screenwriters were like but he's happy at sometimes and they were like gonna fire him if he didn't like make the character a little more happy i guess um how could you fire robert pattinson just get another guy i guess after the first movie or during the first movie but he is not edward is not more happy than how uh robert pattinson played him at all no, and there are moments where he's he like, right. yeah, and there are moments where he's like super, not happy, but like, you know, glad to be around Bella mm-hmm. and like enjoying himself. Mm-hmm. Baseball scene. Baseball mm-hmm. scene. He's happy. But, Another perk of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't need him to be happy. Um, no, it's it's quite literally too much. Um, but what I really do love is that in this hyper straight 
world, right? First of all, like, we haven't really talked about this yet, but in the actual film, there is literally no queerness at all. Mm. No gay characters, no messaging, not even, like, a be-yourself theme. Okay, not even Mormonism. Right. Mm. <laughs> not even any of that. In fact, don't be yourself. In <laughs> fact, they would encourage you to turn into a vampire yeah. to please a man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that Kristen Stewart is, like, super queer now. I just, yeah, yeah, that yeah. I love. I love her. I love, I appreciate her. She is so iconic. And she's very, like, I love her active, how active she is on social media. I loved her SNL thing. I loved the whole, um, did you guys see that horror movie she was in, Under the Sea? That was not the name of it. It was just Under the Sea. (laughs) Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it was, like, so she had, like, a short haircut. She had blonde hair. It was just so cute. I don't remember. Yeah. And I love her tomboy moment now. Mm-hmm. Charlie's Angels. Oh, I didn't see that, but she was probably she was gay in that it was probably. A- apparently awful. Which yeah. is so unfortunate because I wanted it to be good so bad. But... I need her to not flop. I know. I know. I'm very curious about this Diana movie. Yeah. But I really do appreciate that. And I think like you're talking about this with Camp Rock, how like, you know, even if there aren't queer characters when there's a queer actor in there you do imbue the movie with a little bit of of queerness yeah um and also worth mentioning like the the fandom is super queer like we're talking about what is it super super hulak super hulaks yeah. <laughs> well um, tumblr just loved this and like they wrote so many disgusting fan fictions with every single shit possible you would not even and even not even not possible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even not possible. And even what, exactly. Even the ones that are not possible. You wouldn't even imagine what you could find. Yeah. Two like, characters that never met. Like never, Renesmee never. And, and James. Yeah. <laughs> the guy no, who dies in the first movie. Like, you, you, I guarantee you, you could find it. Yeah. I, I would bet you money it's out there. Yeah. Look it up. I'm telling you, there's a Renesmee James fan fiction. Mm. He comes back from the dead. Has to have sex with Bella's daughter. Yeah, There's and it's thing. just like so. Not the Renesmee series. Oh no, I'm. I can't look. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I knew a lot girl, of um. Please. I knew a lot of people who shipped Alice and and Bella, which makes sense. Okay, That's a very but, gay but one. That one tracks. It does track. It does. And track. also, they there is a world in which they would be queer. Mm-hmm. There is Alice a world. Alice is queer for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, for Alice sure. Is gay or something. Yeah, and saying she isn't is totally, totally yeah. a lie. Because she doesn't have, oh, she has Jasper or whatever. But, uh, like. He's also gay. He, <laughs> they're each other's beard. His hair in the first movie, it's like really bleached, blonde, curly moment. So, if you dyed your hair, your hair doesn't grow, I guess, if you're a vampire, right? I guess. Because, like. You're not, you're there's not no grown. blood. There's so no... What if you die? What if you get one bad haircut? <laughs> <laughs> what if they take a, a couple of inches too, too much off the top? I don't know. What would you do then? Go bald. What if you get a cut? <gasps> what if you get alopecia? <laughs> I will, like back then though, that was like the age of like no queer media. Like there was literally nothing. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. Like, everything was so. That was, like, the YA, like, era. Like, that was when everything of that era was mm-hmm. huge and also super straight. Like, the Just first... one after another. The first big gay moment in our in our generation's media was, like, Kurt and Blaine. So, like, yeah. this is, like... Th- like, there was no way. There was I think it took any... movies longer. Yeah. That's true. And books. Mm-hmm. Like, this was, like, the biggest YA novel of the time. So, like... There, there was not going to be any. I'm thinking like there was Hunger Games. Yeah, I'm like Harry Potter, Hunger Games. There was no queerness in no, that. No, and that was like that was like the standard. And also think of like who Twilight fans are now. Like I was a diehard Twilight fan as like a, like a twelve, like eleven to like thirteen, right? But like there are people who are still diehard Twilight, like like millennial, like you know, like how millennial Harry Potter fans are. Yeah, like nostalgic. There is yeah. that of Twilight. Mm-hmm. Like they're like. Obviously, I love Harry Potter too, right? But like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the type that type of Harry Potter fan. There is fully that people who are still fully invested and like living, being a Twilight fan, like as a 30 year old person, they were not digesting any queer media. No, no, um, it's all based in heteronormativity. That's so, like the appeal for these like, yeah, weird millennial people. I who hear are you. Like, Obs- like obsessed with it still. Mm. Um, I just googled 
gay Twilight. And Halsey wants to star in a gay Twilight reboot where she hooks up with Bella and Edward and Jacob hook up. That's hot. That is hot. And I'm very believable. Edward and Jacob. Please can... Like, please no one hook up with Jacob. Like, just Jacob, leave. I didn't... I forgot how problematic he is. Okay. I can't understand being team Jacob. Confession time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. So... (laughs) I was so diehard Team Jacob as a fan in the in while living this life. You're coming out so, yeah. as Team Jacob. Yeah, but I'm not anymore. I've come around. I've seen the error of my way. I feel like I just told everyone everything they need to know about me as, as <laughs> exposed. <laughs> yeah, that's me having been Team Jacob as a child is like everything you need to know. I've just given away my entire personality. Yeah, explains your taste in men and oh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. No. right. That does no, that it tracks. Does. Were you, no, it tracks. Liliana, were you so Team I Jacob? I was Team Edward, which doesn't track. You know what I now. wish though? You know track. what I wish more than anything is that I was like one of those, um, like not, neither. Like I'm a Volturi girl. Like I wish more than anything I was that girl because mm-hmm. they're so cool now. Or like the Team Bella. No, okay. If you're a Team Bella, I'm concerned. Like concerned. <laughs> yeah, I'm she, Team. Who, who is the, who is Team Bella? She's so stupid. I'm Team. They all die. Okay. <laughs> All of them. Every character gets every character. Held. Um. So the ending of the last movie. <laughs> I was spoiled. Dan is the team. That ending was real. Yeah. <laughs> team. Everyone just dies. No, I have literally um no memory of it. But I would say probably with when I was younger, not having seen Twilight, I was Team Jacob because he was more attractive. I feel like that's what a lot of people do. They don't. They don't really pay attention. They just. Well, if I was looking at a picture of Taylor Lautner shirtless and wimpy, skimpy Robert Pattinson, I'm sorry, Taylor Lautner wins ten times out of ten. Like, here's the thing: is now I think I find Edward more attractive, but truthfully, I don't find either of them attractive. Objectively, I guess I found Jacob more attractive as when I was younger, and I was like, oh, he's hot, like whatever. But like, I think I actually was just like. Edward is creepy and weird, which he is. Which he is. And I did not have the development yet to be to understand why Jacob was problematic. I, I think I was kind of just like, he's right. Like, she shouldn't have to turn into a vampire. And, like, he is creepy and weird. And, like, what? Like, I think I thought he was right. But beyond Bella and Edward being obsessed with each other, yeah. what is good about their relationship? Well, that's the thing. I think I was just kind of like they're weird like nothing and i was like jacob like the points that he makes where he's like she could be human and like he's alive and like he's more normal like i don't know like i think i thought that was like the right thing and he's warm well well, the the warm versus cold the foils them being foils to each other i i really was like she should be with jacob but then last night watching the movie i was like wow she really does lead him on yeah. bad and well, so i edward think there, was, there really was something to ship edward literally was like bye yeah so like what else was she supposed to right. do right she's like don't kill yourself you're so sexy yeah uh-huh. and then she <laughs> just so happens to find it <laughs> i love that <laughs> then she just so happens to find another supernatural kid i don't know about all that i don't know about all that bella Team wolf true the land of all the supernaturals in this one town i just love that i love the trope of like totally normal girl like totally unsuspecting and like suddenly she's like thrown thrown oh my god all these magic and who dids and what sots no No, it's i love it do you I do. I That's why it. I just I like relate to Bella so much. <laughs> okay, like, at I'm... least I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't do all I that. I might have been Team Jacob, but I don't relate to Bella, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I think that, that makes me more stable. Okay. <laughs> I think Who's everyone's yeah. favorite character? In the first movie? Mm -hmm. Or like in the first, second movie. It's Alice for me. Okay, it's Alice for me too. I don't think there's any other option. She's the best written character. She's the only written character. Mm. Um, It's obviously Charlie, so. Okay, I have Charlie and Alice, top two. Oh, yeah, I was, okay. No, I don't like Charlie that much because Charlie's, he's not, he's not comfortable with his emotions. I don't, he's so cute. I don't care. I don't, there's, Uh, blue life matters. He is a blue life matters, yes. Mm. No. But One his, matters. It does for him. I love those TikToks that are like, yeah, A Cab except, except Charlie. Charlie Swan. Yeah. A Cab in- including All cops Judy except Charlie. Yeah. Excluding <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Swan. Swan. <laughs> 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 
Hops. Down with Judy Hops. She's corrupt. Judy Hops. Okay, wait. So I just found this list of the Twilight characters ranked by lesbianism. (laughs) And Jacob is on it. (laughs) He's a he-him lesbian. He's a he-him lesbian. He gives that energy for sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, I believe it. Yeah. No, I believe it. I think Jacob's bi- Personally, we'll get he into this when we energy. talk about Jacob New Moon. Literally nothing. Like he ha- doesn't have the depth to be bisexual. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> serious. I'm serious. There's some himbos out there. That's true. Mm-hmm. He's not stupid. He's literally just like. Is he? Is he not stupid? Is he smart? He's so obsessed with one thing that it's like. I don't think he has. I don't That's think he's true. Thought about That's it pretty so much. sad. Like he, his whole personality is like, I love Bella so, and she loves much. me. She just doesn't know it, and I'll mm-hmm. just force her to realize it. He's That's so... very like dog of him, though. That's very puppy oh. dog. You're my owner. I love you. The little but beach. I'm surprised he never imprinted on on Bella. Yeah, if he had that ability, he might yeah. as well have done it. I feels like no, but it's not a choice. Yeah, I know, I know. Wait, but like, it's not a choice to imprint on someone. You, just you it, think you he just... chose to imprint on the baby? Yes, that would be a million times worse daughter? than the fact that he did it by accident. That's what I thought. I no. thought he imprinted on purpose. He was no, like, I yeah. can't have Bella. I'll have the next best thing. Oh my god! <laughs> That's what I thought. It's not a sexual. It's not a sexual thing. Okay, with the baby. It's not. It's not. A well, sexual it's it's thing. not written to be a sexual. That's thing. why I was so confused. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like an, he it's like accidentally just wants to protect. Printing. It's like Shut a dog up. with his owner. Like he just wants to protect Renesmee and then have no. sex with her when she's older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Patty Harrison. I would fuck a kid when he grows up. Yeah, I'll fuck a kid when he grows up. <laughs> <laughs> If you want, I'll kill myself. <laughs> Wait, that's literally <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> it's, it, it's the plot of Twilight. Oh my gosh, are you sure she wasn't in it? <laughs> Patty Harrison, was she? Oh my god. That would make this movie. She if she Alice. played Bella. If she... <gasps> I would love to see a remake with Patty. You know Patty Harrison, right? Yeah. I would love to see a remake with Patty as, I as would Bella. Die. So funny. Let's queer the whole thing. Yeah. Everyone's gay. Everyone's trans both ways. <laughs> trans, transgender, trans vampire. Mm-hmm. That's what you meant. <laughs> All the conversions. Wait, turning into a vampire, is that a trans allegory? Wait, Wait did we just stumble on that? Wait, and then oh when God. you turn into a mermaid too. <laughs> Wait, a mermaid? <laughs> and then when you turn into a kitsune. Yeah, and when you turn into a werewolf, a werewolf was a transition, but you get to transition and retransition back yeah, and forth. Non binary. Oh my, oh my god. god. Sexuality is a choice. Which is so angry you can't control yourself. Yeah. Oh my god. I would kill myself if you asked me to, whatever the song is. Um <laughs> No, it literally and do you know what I thought was so extra? Uh-huh. The whole Romeo and Juliet thing. Oh, it was so like obviously the Star Cross lovers mm-hmm. fine. It's not that Star Cross. It's not that star-crossed. It's not that star-crossed. <laughs> no, it's not. And But, like, it was so heavy-handed. Like, the new moon literally starts with her lying on a bed, and there's a copy of Romeo and Juliet next to her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come, come I hate on. that trope of what you're reading, and Team Wolf was guilty of this. Yes. What you're reading in English class correlates to the story. I hate that. I hate that, That's too. It's too coincidental. It's too lazy. Also, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a book. Don't don't reference another book that's lazy yeah that's just lazy just do your own writing just do your own writing this is just like that one time that one time when what stephanie <laughs> when what the one most popular story about two people who shouldn't be together okay mm-hmm. but oh, edward is romeo though like mm-hmm. he is so melodramatic oh, yeah. so whiny yeah such a little beach um, I really don't like him. Yeah. Also, why was he so pale in that first movie? Like, and they his were, hair was so red. It was so, but like, pale in like an uncomfortable, just yes. his face way. Yes. Also, you could like, like see the makeup. She sees him for the first time. You could probably find the passage. Like, she sees him for the first time, and he's like, he is shockingly pale. But like, just his face. But oh, just well, the, that's low budget. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's called. That's um, the camp in the film. <laughs> yeah. It's so camp. Also, the blue tint probably did him no favors with the makeup. Yeah. No. Apparently, um, they overwaxed his eyebrows in the first movie. So I heard that. He, wouldn't, he did not allow them to wax his eyebrows 
going forward. Oh my god. Which is so interesting because he was basically like they like they clearly were going for this super femme vampire. Um which is so curious. Yeah. Like, especially because he's so toxically masculine, right? We've mm. established that. And he's in a super heteronormative relationship, but they wanted to make the vampires, like, beautiful. I don't understand the whole sparkle in the sunlight thing. I think oh it, I, if it was more like, he acted like he was so ugly. But then Kristen, so I didn't think we were talking about this while we were watching, but then Kristen Bella was like, you're beautiful. So clearly it is like just sparkly skin is that what it is in the book yes it's literally that he's just glittering and that was okay this is actually like something that i remember very distinctly is that like like there was that whole thing would you i wonder if you'd remember this like real men sparkle yes do you remember that that. the the real men sparkle movement Mm -hmm. because twilight started getting made fun of as like a teen girl thing right like it started there and then it turned into like men making fun of it like edward is supposed to be this like male icon like sexy man icon Mm -hmm. and he does this thing where he glitters and like men would make fun of that like all these women going crazy for this man that sparkles and then like this thing like there were people wearing t-shirts that said like real men sparkle. Like I'm I'm literally telling you that was real. Very Candace Owens bring back manly yes, men. Yes. Yes. But also like what was that? Like real yeah. men sparkle like stop. And I love how we've come back to that debate. I know. Like I know. Um, we're, we've circled like, back. Like bring bring back manly men like yeah. But then it's like, that's my shit. That's yeah, just- my way. <laughs> Chris, uh, Christian Walker will be there. Like, bring back manly men. Like, please. Like, who doesn't want, like, a big manly hunter, like, <laughs> Republican man? Yeah. And he's like, can I have a venti? Like, yeah. Hi. <laughs> my favorite videos ever. I, I think he, we'll get, we probably will not get back to this, but he's satirical. Yeah. But yeah. all this conversation <laughs> reminds me of, what Dan had written down down here is the whole still not as gay as Twilight thing. Yes. Which is, like, very, like... So, basically, in 2011, it started, there was this meme that was still not as gay as Twilight, so they would have a very gay picture, like, two men kissing, mm-hmm. and then the caption would be, still not as gay as Twilight, which I think is super, super funny and so, ironic yeah. for so many reasons. One, like, let's unpack that. One... They're saying still not as gay as Twilight. They're using gay in the early 2000s way where it was like uncool. Mm-hmm. not Long co- Island, New Jersey way. Yes. Yeah. That's T. <laughs> where it's like this is an uncool thing. Um, but also clearly they're using gay as a stand in for like associated with femininity. So it's like deciding that something that's norm- like a lot of women were fans of the series and whatever. Yeah. So they like derided that by – being homophobic which is just a very interesting like tie-in um but also what's very clear is that twilight is the least gay thing it is yeah it is literally the straightest thing i've ever seen it is mm. so compulsively heteronormative and yet it's super funny that these people were like oh but twilight's really gay like all these men who've never seen it were like oh but it's gay and i'm like it's not but yeah i, I, I think they mean effeminate right but I find that so interesting, and it's almost like these straight men who were making fun of Twilight actually sort of, like, contributed to queering it, like, yes. to making it gayer, <laughs> which is so interesting to me. Well, that's the whole sparkling thing. Like, that was definitely a, like, that's so gay. He sparkles. How is he such a, like, a desirable man? Like, he's supposed to be so manly, and he glitters. Like, I remember, like... You know, like, the way you did in middle school, like, talking about stuff. Like, me and my friend were, like, talking about Twilight. And then, like, a boy would shout across the room, like, he sparkles. Like, he glitters. That's so weird. First of all, if you knew that he glittered and he sparkled. Well, it was a famous thing. Oh, I didn't know about it. It was like a, well, it was like a known thing. I feel It became a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she found it so attractive. Like, Bella finds it super attractive. And he, like, hates it so much, whatever, but not because it's, like, gay. Yeah. <laughs> because he's, like, this is the skin of a killer, his drama. But, like, peop- it became known as, like, oh, he glitters? Like, what? And then then that became, like, the real men sparkle, like, 
movement, right. which makes me laugh, laugh it's so hard. It's honestly kind of an allegory for Twilight as a whole. Yeah. It's like people perceived it to be like the dressing was something different than what it actually is. That's it for this episode of Rainbow Rewatch. Tune in next week for part two of our mega episode about Twilight and New Moon. We get a little deeper into New Moon, talk about the love triangle and all its queer glory, and even share some original Twilight fan fiction. So get ready for that because it's absolutely disgusting. credit card bill.